Hello there, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds weekly WordPress newsletter. This is number 48 and it's covering the WordPress news for the week commencing the 28th of January 2019 and it was published on the 4th of February 2019. Just a few things before we begin, if I could possibly encourage you to go over to the wpbuilds.com website. There's a few links. If you go to the subscribe link at the top, you're going to be able to get yourself onto our newsletter. We also have updates on Slack and Facebook Messenger and so on and so forth. We don't usually send anything out of sequence. It's just to alert you about this, the newsletter and the Thursday podcast. Also, we've got some deals on wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. There's a whole bunch we've added. We've added Groundhog and Project Hoddle. And there's things like Toolset and Malcare and Blog Vault and MainWP and all sorts. So if you're in, into getting some new WP stuff, go and check out wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. We've also added a few webinars. We've got a few coming up in the month of February, and you can see those by going to wpbuilds.com forward slash webinars. And at the moment, we've got uh, three mooted for February. We've got Groundhog, which is like a CRM marketing automation tool built inside of WordPress. We've got Lifter LMS, and we've got WebArc security as well. So possibly worth checking out. If you want to come on the podcast and do something, say something, talk about something for about 15 minutes or so, go to forward slash contribute and I'll happily have you on and discuss whatever it is that you want to tell our audience about. That would be lovely. And also, lastly, forward slash advertise if you would like to advertise on the WP Builds podcast. The WP Builds newsletter is brought to you today by Kinsta. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinsta, who take managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH, and 24-7 expert support. Migrate today for free at kinsta.com. And we thank Kinsta for their support of our newsletter. And speaking of newsletter, shall we get stuck into it? There's quite a lot of WordPress news, although not necessarily about WordPress core. And then a few bits which are all to do with Google this week right at the end. Okay, the first bit that I'm going to say is from the uh, WordPress.org website. It's to announce that WordPress 5.1 Beta 3 has landed. And if you're a beta tester and you like testing bleeding edge stuff, it's time to go check it out. One of the features that was going to be put into 5.1 was a PHP error protection handler. Um, and it was supposed to alert you to the fact that a plugin or some such thing had ground your site to a halt. And it was supposed to be able to enable you to log in in the WordPress admin as normal, even though the site itself wasn't working, the whole thing didn't die. This has been pushed back to WordPress 5.2 for reasons that we'll discuss in the next episode. But there's a few other minor changes. Tiny MCE has been upgraded to 4.9.2. The block editor has had a couple of fixes and a few differences in behavior between the classic block and the uh, classic editor have been fixed. So that's it. That's it for 5.1 beta 3. Go check it out if, as I say, you're a bit of a cutting edge testing type. 
Okay, the next one is from ZDNet, and I just alluded to it a moment ago. This one is entitled Concerns Raised About WordPress's New White Screen of Death Protection Feature. So this was the feature that I've just mentioned. The idea was if a plugin or something messed up your site and you got a white screen of death, you would still be able to log into the back end. Well, it's been pointed out by a bunch of security researchers, uh, people like Felix Arntz, and there was another chap also from WordFence, whose name I've currently forgotten. They've pointed out that the, the way that this was all set up, great idea, but um, it might pause certain plugins, which would open up other vulnerabilities. So for example, if you had a firewall like WordFence, that plugin itself could be disabled. And so it, it opens up a different uh, attack area, attack surface, so maybe, uh, not a good idea to implement it the way that it was at the moment. So go and check out the ZDNet. I think that's the first time I've ever linked to them. And it explains in a lot of detail, actually, about how this was a problem. And I think pushing it back uh, to 5.2 is a jolly good idea for now. OK, the next one that we're going to mention is on the WooCommerce.wordpress.com website because we've got 3.5.4 now, which is a security fix release. Uh, it says versions 3.5.3 and earlier are affected by issues relating to file upload sanitization and customer name disclosure. We've also hardened the order key generation and implemented a fix for the design flaw rips tech outlined when WooCommerce is deactivated. There's a whole bunch of commits, 132, all little fixes along the way, but they are the main pointers. Needless to say, if you are in any way, shape or form running WooCommerce, you should be updating yourself. This piece of news is almost a week old now, so definitely worth checking out. The next piece of news I've got for you is from the Securi blog. Securi are a company who tackle hacked websites and try to unhack them. They have an article entitled Spam Injector Disguised as License Key in WordPress Website. Well, I think we're all used to the fact that uh, code needs to be in some way put into a website for it to be vulnerable. And usually it's something a bit typical that the security guys are going out looking for. This was a new one because the piece of code which was injecting uh, harmful links was pretending, masquerading, disguising itself as a license key. I won't go into the details, but essentially in the theme functions.php file, they discovered something which upon first glance looked like a typical license key, the way it was all set up. However, once they decoded it, there were layers and layers of code, uh, encoding. Once they'd stripped all of those away, it turned out to be some hard links to websites um, and they look like Cyr the Cyrillic alphabet, so Russian. Um, and so they're, they're fixed. So this is not a particularly sophisticated attack except it was sophisticatedly described and sending people off to all sorts of um, dodgy sites. But uh, wow, ingenious, trying to hide, <laughs> trying to hide the, the infection as a license key. Whatever next. Okay, we're on to a few bits of plugin news now. The first one is a plugin which I know many of you have come across before. It's called WP Ultimo, and it's a way of turning your multi-site into a network where you can sell the access to various different sites. We've had Arindo, the plugin developer, 
on the podcast. So t- now they've brought out some WP Ultimo Gutenberg blocks. As an example, they've brought out the pricing table. You can um, show your list of templates to your clients and you can restrict the content that they that your main page is showing. So if you're a WP Ultimate, Ultimo user and you're using Gutenberg, this might be for you. It says it's experimental at the moment, so perhaps treat with a little bit of caution, but it's nice to see that they're embracing the new editor. Speaking of plugins, this is another one. This is WPMU Dev's Hustle plugin. It's a marketing plugin, and they've released a few new features for it this week. One of the things that they've released is the the recapture ability. We've come across this before, this ability to uh, make it so that you've got to tick boxes. And uh, in a way, it's kind of trying to stop people from spamming your form. So they've introduced that. And they've also introduced a whole bunch of uh, Gutenberg blocks as well. So a little bit like WP Ultimo, they're getting into the Gutenberg uh, sphere of influence. And so if you're using Gutenberg and Hustle is your way of putting marketing bits and pieces on your website, you can now do that from Hustle's, um, Hustle's Gutenberg integration. The WP Builds podcast, we had an episode this week, uh, it was 113, and it was called Should We Give Our Clients Telephone Support? David and I had a nice long chat about that exact subject, and so I'm really just letting you know what our thoughts were. Go and check it out. It elicited quite a lot of conversation in our Facebook group. So there we go. Go and check out if you're um, a website builder and you're thinking, should I should I allow people to access me by via the phone? Come and see what we thought. Okay, so the Juiced blog. Um, I, I never know how to pronounce um, his name, Juiced Devolk, who used to be with Yoast. I think it might even be Yoast is is the pronunciation of his name, but in the way it looks to me, I always say Juiced. He's put together a fabulous article because he's taken on the role of marketing lead for WordPress. And one of his first jobs is you want to see just how big WordPress is. And it's still growing. It's it's now amassed 33% of the top, I think it's 10 million websites, whatever the metric is. It's a very large amount, which is 11 times bigger than the second place CMS, which is Joomla. So Drupal is at 33% exactly. Um, Joomla is at 3% exactly, and it goes down from there. So um, WordPress's ascent is absolutely huge. The the growth, though, is very different. Obviously, WordPress has grown dramatically over the years, and, and now is I think we're in a period where you know, you're know you not going to see that number shift quickly, although it would be nice to get to 33.3% so that you could say it's a third of the internet. But as an example, Squarespace grew 114%, Wix 150%, and Weebly 120%. And if you if you project that growth forwards in the year 2020, by the end of 2020, WordPress will still be number one. Squarespace will be number two with Joomla, Joomla in third, Shopify in fourth, Wix in fifth. And, and there's a list. You can go and look at it. But it, it's interesting, isn't it? It also goes to show the data that he's put up there that open source is still on the rise, but it's largely driven by WordPress 
um, and one other platform, PrestaShop. So although word, uh, open source is still on the rise and it's forecast to go up from 41% of the web to very nearly 45%, it's mostly those two uh, projects that are driving it. And also some interesting stats about the money involved here because Shopify um, will be doing a billion in revenue. Wix, 600 million and Squarespace, 300 million. Uh, so absolutely fascinating. Very, very, very interesting article indeed. I would definitely encourage you to read this one. I've never linked to a Google Doc before, but here we are. This is all about white label CMS. This is a plugin which you can use to sh show different things in the admin to your clients. So, for example, you might want to hide a bunch of menus. Well, uh, white label CMS is one of the plugins that enables you to do that. And they've updated. They're on version, um, I think it's 2.0. Yes, it is 2.0. They've got a, a new setup wizard so that you can get the whole thing set up and um, running much more easily than in past past iterations. And you can hide the menus more easily with their UI. So you tick boxes and it's very straightforward. They say that they've got better control of menus. They've added more than one welcome dashboard. They've added custom CSS to the login page and now supports child themes. So there you go. Go and check out white label CMS if you have a need for hiding things in the WP admin from your clients. Right, I've got two articles uh, now linking to more or less exactly the same story. Uh, Google Chrome will warn you of lookalike URLs, tells us, uh, Engadget tells us. Th this is fascinating. I mean, we've obviously all done it in the past. We've accidentally been a bit ham-fisted with our typing and we've typed in slightly the wrong URL. Maybe one character was incorrect. And a lot of people squat on those incorrect URLs. They buy them up and very often they're nefarious. They've got um, bad intentions. So as of Chrome 70, the Canary build, this has been in Chrome and it's in the stable version of Chrome, but it, it's not enabled. You have to go in um, to Chrome colon forward slash forward slash flags. And then one of those flags that you can enable is the enable lookalike URL navigation suggestions. They're going to start telling you when they think you've gone to the wrong place. So for example, if you go to google.com, but in fact, you've gone to, I don't know, g0ogle, Com, it's going to say, whoa, hang on, did you mean to go here and give you some warning? So that I think I can't see a downside to this if it works and it's you know not really getting in the way. And obviously, if there are legitimate websites which have got a coincidentally a very similar name, you hope they don't get caught up in that as well. But it seems like a good idea to stop people going to places where they probably never intended to go. And then Wired have got something similar. I've linked to this as well, but they've got a different take on it. They've got called their article, Google takes its first steps towards killing the URL. Well, apparently Google's Chrome security team um, have got this idea of killing off the URL. Nobody seems to really know what that means, but apparently this idea of inspecting the URL, as we've just talked about, and checking whether or not it's the one that you really wanted to go for, is a part of that mission. And they're talking about the fact that really URLs are not all that user friendly. You and I probably get them. We can understand them. It's easy for us to use things like Bitly to shorten the links. But a lot of people find it really difficult to, to work out exactly how to use URLs. And so apparently Google have got some projects. So keep your eyes peeled on that. 
Now, this one just beggars belief. Apparently, Google, this past quarter, so quarter four of 2018, accounted for 96% of US mobile mobile search. And if you look at the chart, it is ridiculous. There's this great big line for Google and then almost invisible next to it is Yahoo. Slightly less invisible is Bing and then very much invisible is DuckDuckGo. So Google absolutely owning it on mobile search in the US. They've gone up from, well, they've gone up a couple of percent, I think. So, you know, they've been strong for ages and yet they still grow. It's utterly phenomenal. However, an interesting takeaway is that the... The, brow- the search engine with the biggest swing was DuckDuckGo, which saw a, a very large rise. So obviously it's got, a, you know, it started from a very small base, but it's grown very significantly. So that's really interesting. So there we go. Google dominating. OK, there's the news. I hope you got something out of that this week. I certainly appreciate you listening. The WP Builds weekly newsletter was brought to you today by Kinster. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed-obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part, their expert team of WordPress engineers is available 24-7 if you need help. You can migrate today for free at kinsta.com and we do thank them for their support of the WP Builds newsletter. I also appreciate you for making it to the end and listening. Very, 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 very cool indeed. Hopefully we'll see you on Thursday for the podcast. If not, bye-bye for now.